When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The nicest person on the internet blocked Jeff. And he's got theories on why. I personally just think he's looking kind of creepy. Sadie is losing weight thanks to a handful of upside listeners. And if you hate fridge clutter, I've got a hack to help tackle that micro anxiety. All of that and more on today's episode. You are an upsider living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, July 18th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for change and progress. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for our walkable neighborhood. Elise Myers blocked me on Instagram, and I have got theories. I feel really weird about this. Weird. Why do you feel weird? I feel weird about it because I don't like people not liking me. So on your behalf, I'm like mortified that she blocked you. I kind of am too, which is I think why I've developed theories in in my brain on what happened. And if if you she has two million followers on Instagram, if you're not one of them, just know that she's about the nicest person on the internet. Like She's only been around for, I think, maybe a year, like like big time mm-hmm. for like a year. I mean, she's in her 20s, I think, or maybe early 30s. So she's been around for on earth forever. But as far as being like an internet person, maybe a year. And she is just so authentic and pure and kind. So let's talk about how you found out that the kindest person on the internet blocked you. <laughs> Um, I was on Instagram on Friday and the thought occurred to me that Elise Myers hadn't posted anything lately. So I went to, to look her up and I couldn't even find her account. I'm like, oh my goodness, Elise Myers is off of Instagram. What happened? And I think if you're a regular follower of hers, like if you watch her stories and posts and all of that, I think think you would have noticed it's to me it seemed like over the past couple months um the the stress of being in the public eye was maybe wearing on her a few a little bit mm-hmm. so I wouldn't have been shocked if she just bailed on Instagram if right. she was like I'm over it mm-hmm. like she's been really raw and open about some like hurtful direct messages and she doesn't understand why people are mean and so I was like oh, maybe what if something happened and so I just did a little bit of research and and within a few minutes realized, no, she's still on Instagram. She's still sending out her happy, kind messages to 2 million people. I'm just not one of them because she blocked me. I looked after you said that and she did not block me. Well, did you even follow, do you even follow her though? No, but I feel like if it were like a package deal kind of thing and it was really about us. You know, or like you have a theory maybe that you pushed her too hard in the podcast anything. Like, wouldn't she block both of us? Maybe. I don't know. That might be a little far-fetched. Yeah. I have, so I have three theories 
as to why I'm, and by the way, I'm a, I'm, I don't know how to describe the feeling I, I have, I like, cause I am a little bit hurt. Like I'm a little sad. I'm sad because she's so nice and kind. And I'm just, it, I'm like, I kind of feel like I've been kicked out of the club. I mean, you have. And I feel, to be totally honest, I feel like the fact that you're talking about it on the show and you've like been thinking about it so much that you have these theories might back up why she blocked you. I think you're a little bit creepy. I'm not creepy. Okay, so um, I wish I could, because we've direct messaged. I've talked about it before on the show Mm -hmm. that she responded to one of my direct messages, which I thought was great because I'm such a, a fan of hers. Oh, and here's the the. I guess, coincidental thing about it. One of her t-shirts that says, go find less. It's like one of her catchphrases. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought one of her t-shirts and it came in early last week. And I've already worn it. Like, I love it. And so it comes in like on Monday. I wear it on Tuesday or Wednesday and get blocked shortly thereafter. Mm. I didn't even have time to post myself wearing her merch and tag her, tag her in it. You're not sounding any less creepy <laughs> the longer we go on this. Here are my theories on why I may have been blocked by Elise Myers. And some of these involve the direct message conversations we've had, but I can't share that because when you block somebody, they you have no access to, to those. Like the conversations yeah. are deleted. Yeah. So one, it could have been an accident. I think that is highly probable. Like it could have been because we have direct messaged and perhaps like it was open and she clicked over to look at my account. She says, she has said publicly that she's the only one who reads and responds to her direct messages Mm -hmm. on social media. I don't know how that's possible with 2 million followers. I can't even imagine what her inbox looks like. But if that's the case, perhaps she or somebody on her team accidentally. So that's my first theory. My second theory, which has been proposed by a couple of people uh, via who sent me messages on Instagram. I don't really buy this one, but I'm including it because it's been proposed by multiple people. That she's launching a podcast, which I knew about. Mm-hmm. And she knows that I work in podcasting, so she doesn't want to offend me that she's working with someone else. Yeah, I don't really. To me, that one's yeah. way out there. Yeah, that's a little far-fetched. Yeah, I don't think she cares. And no. guess, yeah. And then the third theory, this is the one that I'm going with. I think that it was somebody she works with who didn't like a recent message that I sent to her. I sent her a message and I told her she should start a podcast. It's like a month ago, a month and a half ago. I said, you should start a podcast. She responded with, I already have one in production. And I wrote back and said, great. I can't wait to hear it. And I would love if you need any advice, guidance, pointers, behind the scenes, if you want a sounding board, whatever, just because I'm a fan, I would love to help you in any way that you need. Feel free to reach out and ask me anything you want to ask about podcasting. Mm -hmm. And she never responded to it. I don't think she ever even saw it. Like that response, fast forward, that was a month ago, two months ago. Fast forward to last week, um, I saw that she was making an appearance on a podcast Mm -hmm. and I sent her a direct message and said, hey, if your schedule is opening back up to podcast interviews, 
we'd love to talk to you on the upside. That was my original reason of reaching out months ago. She wrote back and said, I'm not doing podcast interviews right now. So I wonder if somebody on her team saw that message come in, scrolled up, saw that I was willing to help her with podcasting, and they're like, we don't need another. I think that's as far-fetched as the other one. Really? Yeah, I think that is totally, uh, no, no. There's nothing I could have, there's nothing I did that would have been offensive to her. That's why I think it was like a hand slip, like totally Mm -hmm. accidentally a hand slip. Okay. Like, I just, I think that you're way overthinking it. I think that, you know, I don't think she cares about you that much. Like there have been people that have sent me um, messages before that are like pretty consistently rude on my answer. Like not mean, but just rude. Like, you know, you've seen them. It's Uh just whatever. And um, they are, I probably shouldn't be outing myself saying this, but I will put up like a flag next to their name as someone who, oh, when I open these messages, it makes me feel bad. So I'm not opening these messages anymore. And I have flags. Like there are other ways to do it. Blocking someone is like pretty extreme. And it's very anti-Elise in my opinion. So yeah, I think you, but I do think that you should like let it go. Okay. I think it's okay. All right. Um, you can log on to the 1022 account and should keep I send, up with her. Should I send her a message through the 1022 account no. asking her why she blocked me? No. I should send her a message on TikTok. No, I think you should let it go. I should I think. make a TikTok asking her where she, why we broke up. I think you should quit while you're ahead and stop being so creepy because you seriously do sound like a legit creep. Um. Anyway, this weekend was really sad for me. We Cause, finished. Just the Elise Myers thing? No. Oh. I don't, I still don't really know or understand who she is. Um, You're the only one on the planet. I don't think so. Uh, but we finished West Wing and I am so attached to that show. Jeff and I go through series. Like we won't start a new series until we like finish, you know, yeah. the one before it. Um, and we were watching what well, we did Sopranos. Um, well, we've done a ton of shows, but recently we had like a throwback thing. Jeff's like, you've got to see Sopranos. So we watched that, loved it. Was well, so bef- heartbroken when that before was Before Sopranos was Shit's Creek. Before Sopranos was Shit's Creek. I forgot about that. Amazing show. Then Jeff wanted to watch West Wing because it's a classic. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's on every legendary, you know, TV show ever. So we need something else. I cried it's, at the finale of West Wing. West Wing is so, because it was, it's an old school TV series. So it's so long. It was probably 20 episodes per season. It was six or seven seasons long. It was seven, yeah. So we watched like almost 150 episodes of West Wing over the past two months. And that is honestly like one of my favorite things. I love that we get on these things. It feels like we're, you know, doing something together. And now I don't know where we go from here. Isn't it funny that we are, both of us are so... ADHD slash multitask slash do five things at once slash have to consciously think about focusing on what we're doing, but we refuse to watch more than one TV series at a time or one like Netflix series at a time. Well, I think that's because of the ADHD stuff, because I think it would confuse us. Like, like we get hyper-focused on one thing and then we just roll with it. Kelly's, pa- Kelly's parents will, will have two shows or sometimes even three going at the same time that will be different genres. So they'll have one that's like super intense, super serious, like maybe a, a like a documentary about World War One or something. And then they'll have like a comedy 
you know, a palate cleanser, a palate, so they can go to bed. Like mm-hmm. if they watch it and they go to bed, and then they might also have just like a dramatic series that w- might be for like Friday and Saturday nights. And they tell us this, and we're like, how how do you how do you do that? Well, they're retired, so oh, mentally, you mean by switching in between the two? Yeah, yeah, I have no idea how they do that. Because when I get to the end of an episode of a well-produced TV show, whether it's a comedy like The Office or Schitt's Creek or like Friends mm-hmm. or whatever, or it's dramatic. I immediately want more of the same. Yeah. I, I do not want to go, oh my gosh, you know, the election is almost too close to call in West Wing. Let's see what Ross and Rachel are up to. Yeah, no, it just isn't fit. It's totally weird. Here's what we can decide to do. We have two of our shows that we've watched. We have two new seasons of things to uh, watch. We can do that or we can pick another legacy show. So I want to can- I go, I want to I be one of the cool kids. I want something current. Okay, so we have to catch up on Ozark and you. Oh, Ozark. Okay, so Ozark is next maybe? 100%. Okay, you don't care about you at all or um, well, just, just not as important as Ozark? I did not really care for the second season of you. I thought the first season was great. Mm-hmm. Then it lost a little bit of its luster, so that has moved down the list. So for me, our next show is Ozark 100%. What about Ozark or... Breaking Bad. I want a current one. Okay. Ozark is even a little too vintage for me because it came out, like we're already behind. We couldn't watch Ozark when it dropped because we were in the middle of West Wing. Right. So I would almost like to do Ozark Mm -hmm. over the next couple of weeks and then find, and then actually find one that everybody else is watching while they're watching. I would like to be able to participate in the Twitter conversations. Yeah. You know, when everybody's like talking back and forth about it and I'm like, I don't even know anything about it because I'm watching West Wing from, you know, 2004. <laughs> so that's that would be my plan. Okay. Next up, Ozark. Um, what else? This weekend. Oh, Sadie had a big weekend. Big weekend for Sadie Dollar. Thank you to every single listener of The Upside who said – if you have a pup that needs to lose weight, an easy way to do that is substitute half of their kibble with a raw vegetable like green beans or we did carrots, carrots. one night this mm-hmm. week. But if you replace, they still feel full, but the caloric intake is much less, so they will lose weight. So that started on... Thursday or Friday, we started swapping out half the kibble for for raw veggies. What I'm wondering if uh, how we sustain it, like the part of it that I wonder how we sustain is how we keep them separate for every single meal. Because we have, you know, the two dogs. And for the first three, what, four days now, we've been doing a really good job of keeping them separate when they eat. But I just don't know that we can do that. I think we can because Lily is very um, – she doesn't care as much about food as Sadie does, Lily will tell us when she's hungry. Like she will come and sit near us and paw at us and be like, come on. And then look, if we get up and follow her, she'll either go sit near her food bowl. She'll go sit near the water bowl or she'll go sit near the door to go outside. Yeah. Like she's very communicative. So I think we just feed them morning and night like we normally do. When they are finished eating, we just put Lily's bowl up. On the counter. Because mm-hmm. Sadie also, like, she eats fast. Like, she's like, rawr, rawr, rawr. I'm starving. Yeah. Give me all the food. She always, fe- she uh, she is very concerned 
about not eating quickly. So I think we can, I think it's very manageable. We do it. We just pull the food up after Lily's done and only beats 80 half. And then we just tell anybody who might be at the house, like if, if, you know, a babysitter or somebody's here taking care of Ellie or your parents or whatever, uh, don't feed Sadie. And if Lily's being a pest, the good, and they also don't fight, like they're not food aggressive. So somebody could set down Lily's bowl in front of Lily and she will eat that. And as long as they pick it up when Lily walks away, Sadie won't get into it. Yeah. Right. Don't you think? I think it's going to be easy. Oh, well, we'll see. Um, And I was very proud that we took her on a bunch of walks. Yeah. She's gotten walked every day, which we get lazy about because we have a a backyard. So our default, I think, for a lot of busy people is like, yeah, the dogs play in the backyard. But we need a little bit longer walks in this house. We did it all weekend. So pat on the back. Progress. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Had a doctor appointment the other day. He says, I think you're going deaf. Man, that was hard news to hear. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff, 800-434-5454. Okay, now I know summer is full of adventures and not so full of school, but that doesn't mean that our kids aren't still learning and that we don't have to come up with activities that challenge their brains and also maybe give you a little more quality time with your kids. KiwiCo delivers monthly crates of science and art projects for kids of all ages, and they include everything you need to complete each project so you can bring it wherever summer takes you. Each crate is a seriously fun exploration of science, technology, engineering, math, or art through hands-on activities like creating giant bubbles and experimenting with ice cream. So it's super fun and you make great memories bonding with your kid. Now, we have the Panda Crate for Ellie and it's age appropriate for her development. One of the coolest things that she has learned how to do over the past couple of months is to thread what they sent us. It's like, it almost looks like a kind of like a bigger needle and thread It's not a needle, obviously, but it teaches her fine motor skills. So she has to like get the little, the little stick thing and then put it in a smaller hole. And she has been working on that for weeks and she finally nailed it. And she was so proud of herself and I am proud of her. And it's so cool to watch her discover new things and to, to hone those skills a little bit. Cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity with new hands-on projects every month. They'll explore new worlds and rediscover familiar ones, even without leaving home. From discovering the science of magic to engineering, a domino machine, and more. Or if you have a little one like Ellie, they'll learn motor skills. They will learn problem-solving skills. And they ship right to your door. Pack a summer full of memorable discoveries with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with the code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com. Promo code UPSIDE. 
I almost feel like Cozy Earth is on a mission, a mission to change the world. If everybody on the planet got a good night's sleep, how much happier would the Earth be? Cozy Earth sheets almost guarantee you a good night's sleep because they are temperature regulator regulating. They are so soft and they are amazing. You're going to be climbing into a cloud. They've also got robes and pajamas and towels and everything you need to be super, super cozy. Right now, our code is active at 40% off. That's four zero. But you got to go to callieandjeff.com slash sleep. That'll take you directly to the page that gets you 40% off everything that Cozy Earth has available. 40% off by going to callieandjeff.com slash sleep right now. Nobody likes to wait on a paycheck. And that is especially true when you have bills due that you have got to pay. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. And man, does that make such a difference. That's up to two more days to save, to pay bills, and generally just to feel good and more secure about your money situation. But Chime is more than just about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes and you can get started at chime.com slash upside. That's chime.com slash upside. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Early access to deposit. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. We appreciate our upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. It's Anxiety Monday. Jeff Dollar, this one is for you because I know how much a dirty slash cluttered fridge drives you nuts. Yeah. Jeff hates when we have like expired food in there. I mean, not because it smells bad, just because there's like too much of it. We know we're not going to eat it and it just sits there. Well, I don't like, I like things where they belong and with a refrigerator, it's too tough to do that sometimes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like after a big meal, leftovers are going to be in a different area. You know what I mean? There's going to be yeah. more leftovers, whatever. So anything to, to corral that chaos, I'm a fan of. Most people would say, right, you know, right. And I know some people write an expiration date, you know, like on their food. I have taken to getting a dry erase marker and writing the day of the week, it goes in the trash if we haven't eaten it. So it's totally mindless. And you open the fridge and you see Wednesday. You're like, oh, Wednesday, this is bad. Toss. How do you pick that date? You randomly pick it and then it's gone. You give yourself a little bit and then you're like, oh, it's done. I, so, I see. So if we go out to eat and we bring home half of a whatever lasagna, you just say, if we don't eat this by Saturday, we're gone. not going to eat it. Right. So you write Saturday. That's smart. It's smart. And then you know what day? So you're not like, is it the 21st? What day is today? No, Wednesday. And because you're never going to keep leftovers, like restaurant leftovers or even meal leftovers for longer than a week unless they go in the freezer. Yeah, because that's, and you know what else is good about that is like if it's on if it's if it's Friday and I look in there and I see something that's labeled Saturday, I might all of a sudden get hungry for that because I don't like to waste. Right, I might be like, oh, I'm gonna let me let me get this lasagna out of here so we don't waste it. So anyway, I fridge declutter. 
I did something micro-anxiety related, but I don't think it qualifies for a micro-anxiety Monday because it's pretty unique, but it felt really good. What'd you do? I went through a notebook that I had where I had written like different notes from different meetings and like different to-do lists, Mm -hmm. but it was, it was a notebook that I use every day. So the first 30 pages all had like, were half They're like dated to do lists. Yeah. I'm going to like, oh, I'm going to start a new page for this meeting. Oh, I'm going to start a new page. And I just went through and tore all those out and then consolidated them and threw out a bunch of pages and it felt really good. Nice. How many times do you think we have said to each other, wouldn't it be great to know what our dogs are thinking? Oh, like every single day. For one minute. Like I would just like our dogs to be able to speak perfect English for five minutes. And I would just ask him one question. What did you, what went through your mind over the past 24 hours? Yeah. Tell me what you think about. Mm -hmm. There's a dog in the UK named Bonnie, who is a, who is a beagle mix. Bonnie the Beagle, who I would pay a year's salary if if science would allow her to speak English and tell us about this one day. She got out of her family's home and was wandering, lost. And a guy, dog lover, happened to find her and convince her to get in his car. He was on his way to a dog show, like a community dog thing, like not like the official Westminster Kennel Club. Yeah. Whatever. It's just a community thing. So he had his two dogs in the car with him. He got there. He paid the five bucks or whatever it was. And he registered Bonnie, whose name he didn't know. He registered Bonnie as in the rescue dog category. And Bonnie came in third. Oh, my God. Then, <laughs> then <laughs> later that night, he was able to find the owners and he returned the dog to the owners with a ribbon saying third place in the dog show. Oh my gosh. That's how amazing. How great would it be to hear that story from Bonnie's perspective? <sighs> so I'm just wandering around, you know, like I thought I could find my way back home, but I couldn't. So I was just sniffing. And I was wandering around. This nice guy picks me up. There's two other dogs in there. They're my friends now. Anyways, I won a ribbon. Look at me. I'm a winner. I'm a prize winner. I need a nap because it's a beagle. Yeah. Beagles always need nap. And there would be snacks somewhere in there. All right, here's your three random things for today. Callie, this one is for you and for everybody else who has an irregular sleep schedule, including people who have crazy hours Monday through Friday, but then try to play catch up with sleep on the weekends. Okay. Callie accidentally took a four-hour nap on Saturday. Jeff accidentally let me take a four-hour nap on Saturday. I will, just so you know, I will never wake you up. Why? Because of your schedule. I know. And you I just, always set alarms. So I, I don't just, on just, the weekends because I feel like it's very jarring on the weekends and I like to like, you know, whatever. But if you put the smoosh in my bed or let Lily come jump on me, that's fine. Um, there's a whole bunch of tips here, but here's the one that I think is um, really important, especially in the summertime for people who have to go to bed extra early. Um Make sure your wind down routine, like when you're starting to get into sleep zone, about uh, at least a half hour, but as long as an hour before you go to sleep, happens in dim or dark light. Mm. So if you go up into the room and you're like, I'm going to get my clothes ready, I'm going to do my skincare routine or whatever, pull the curtains and stuff as soon as you get in there and dim the lights as low as you can, because light has the biggest impact on the brain's awakeness. Our second random thing is a smattering of things about our bodies. In an average lifetime, you produce 60 feet of fingernails. It's disgusting. 350 miles of hair, 
also disgusting, and over 40,000 quarts of pee. <laughs> During an average life, you'll blink your eyes 333 million times, which actually seems kind of low. 333 million in whole a, life. It's just amazing that there's something, the human machine is actually capable of that. Like I know. Think of how many times your heart beats in a lifetime. Crazy. 740 million breaths is how many breaths you will take. And the average person laughs about 540,000 times in his or her lifetime. Do women have, for me, I'm, I might be generalizing for guys, but um, when you need a haircut, different, it probably doesn't count, or a manicure, you need to get your nails done, does it feel like everything's fine, everything's fine, everything's fine, everything's fine? Oh my God, I needed a haircut a it's week It's that ago. way about hair and about Botox. Okay. Yeah, where you're like, oh my God, I what is? I can't even look in the mirror. I'm driving myself crazy and it happens in like an hour. And our third random thing is uh, from a book called Are You Normal? Most people say that the hardest thing in their life to control is their weight. Second place is spending. Third place is anger. Fourth place is fears. And fifth place is addictive items like smoking, drinking, Oh, fears is like number one or two for me. And those are our three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. It occurred to me the other day that I don't know that we have ever highlighted the text messages we receive on the show. Like oh, the, no, we definitely have not. At the end of every show, we play the voicemails mm -hmm. that we got. Uh, but I don't know if we've ever said, hey, here's some stuff that people texted us. So these are all t text messages that um, we got on Friday. Okay. All right. Uh, or I saw on Friday. So I'm not, they came in uh, late last week. Uh, from Taylor, she says, or he, I guess, every time Jeff says the word there, he sounds like Chingy on the song Right There, and it cracks me up. <laughs> so That's got to be my Syracuse accent, which I don't think I have, but. I never noticed that about you. Uh, Casey said, my son and I vote that we go back to not saying the date at the opening of the show. Your date has been wrong all week. So apparently last week we've been, we were one day off every day. Is that true? I don't know. They're not the only person to say that. Mm. So I didn't go back and listen. because What are we going to do about it now? Um, and Casey says, if I miss a day, hearing the date stresses me out. Hmm. I go, I'm 50-50 on that. Like, I, don't I like the date. I don't think there's a right answer or a wrong answer on like the date at the beginning. Um, and then uh, Karen sent a dad joke. A pirate walks into a bar with a paper towel on his head. The bartender asks... Hey, what's with the paper towel? And the pirate says, Arr, we've got a bounty on me head. Oh, it's a, I thought we were going to end the show there. was, but I thought I would get a little laughter out of it. Oh, I just figured. Yeah. Arr, we've got a bounty on me head. <laughs> Jeff, I wanted to comment on your clay mask. I've used that for years. I got it off Amazon. I love it with the apple cider vinegar. But this is the thing. After you use it, you have to put on egg white. It is amazing. It is tightening. It is great. 
and you and Kelly both, I think, would love it. So try it and let us know what you think. Egg white mask following the clay with the apple cider vinegar. And um, look forward to hearing you this week. Y'all are the best. Love you so much. Bye. Bomba's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you're also giving to someone in need, which I love. This company makes incredible socks, among other things. My favorite is the performance no-shows. They hug your feet. They're not hot. I wear them with like sneakers just out and about, but I also like to wear them with um, my workout shoes when I work out. You can wear them for both, which is great great and pretty rare because previous to this, I would have to buy, you know, socks for one thing, socks for another thing, not with Bombas. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, and has a super cozy feel. They also have t-shirts, they have breathable underwear. And did you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters? That's why Bombas donates one for every item that we purchase. So far, Bombas customers like us have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. That is a game changer. Go to bombas.com slash upside and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash upside for 20% off. Bombas.com slash upside. Molly is a city girl who lives in the country. Right now, she's on the border between Minnesota and North Dakota, married to a fifth-generation beet farmer. And her TV show, Girl Meets Farm, she cooks. A lot. It's on the Food Network. What would you expect? But here's what's really awesome. Enjoying the recipes that she makes on that show in your kitchen. It makes you feel like you've got a friend cooking right alongside with you, right alongside you. And Girl Meets Farm is like the ASMR of cooking shows. All the sizzles and the crackles and the cuts and the sound and all of that is right there in your buds, in your ears when you are listening to the podcast. Of course, all the recipes, the delicious recipes that you're going to be listening to, if you can't keep up, they are in the show notes. Check out Girl Meets Farm wherever you get podcasts, where you're listening to this podcast right now. Of course, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere. Girl Meets Farm. It's going to be your new podcast addiction. Good morning, guys. I am... I don't know why I just thought this was so funny, but Callie, I love you. But when you said that your mom needs to get a tongue print because she doesn't have fingerprints because she's a flight attendant, I was backing my car up and I like hit the brake because I was like, what? <laughs> what does that have to do with it? Oh, that was funny. Okay, bye. Now I get it though, but okay, bye. Good morning, Callie and Jeff. Uh, this is Krista. I just wanted to share with you... Um, I saw the or listened to the story this morning about Lily and how she is with Ellie. And it immediately made me think of the Animaniacs cartoon with um, the dog buttons and the little girl, Mindy. And the mom actually has the dog like babysit. And when the when the mom leaves the house, the little baby says, OK, love you, lady. Bye bye. But the way that you mentioned that relationship, it made me think of that cartoon. So you got to go see it sometime. Okay, that's it. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. So a little motivation here. So, Jeff, you're saying how it was just way too hot um, to walk 
So I've been walking at noon every day um, since summer started. It doesn't matter if it's 95 degrees. Guess how I get through it? Hi, listening to the upside. Love it. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. So a lot of my mom friends are like, oh, I watch Bluey all day or Blippy or, you know, all these kids shows or Cocomelon and things like that. And like their kids say all the stuff and sing the songs from their shows. And I'm kind of like, oh, my my baby listens to the upside every day. I would have podcasts on and I was, I was just thinking about it. I was like, I should really like put on some music or something. But, you know, we're just sitting here playing on the floor and listening to you guys. So, I mean, hopefully, hopefully it's all like a positive influence and that she'll start walking around being like, hey, Kelly and Jeff said it's important to practice gratitude. Just thought I would share. I thought it was funny. Not only do you deserve to have people in your life that want to be in your life, you deserve to have people in your life that love you for 100% you. Not quieter you, not like less opinionated you, just you. You don't have to try to make them like you or you don't have to try to say the right things. You just get to be you effortlessly. That's what you deserve, okay? Because you're so cool and you deserve people that make you feel good. Okay? I love you.